What is poppin', everyone? Happy Monday! How you niggas doing? I am feeling like a ray of motherfucking sunshine, and my coochie is raining butterflies. Okay, I'm feeling good. You know, I'm feeling sexy. I got my hair done today. You know when you get your hair done, you get yourself a little natural facelift? I feel like anytime you get your hair done, you get a natural facelift. That's how I'm feeling. I can't relate, but okay. You don't feel like that way no. when you get your hair done? I just it's feel so like I'm tight. just like bad bitch activated. Right, definitely bad bitch activated. I might, you know, I'm looking cute. So you got a PSA? I do have a PSA. So today I, in, well, I don't even want to say encountered because this is someone that's been in my life for multiple years of my life, actually gave birth to me, okay? Okay. So my mother texted me on some shit. This Like, I hate when I wake up to some shit in the morning. Okay. And so she was like, hey, my beautiful daughters, like my birthday's coming up. I'm trying to have a photo shoot and I want you guys to pay for our de- my deposit. And the thing is for me, I don't like people asking me for fucking money. Right. That's one thing I don't fucking like. My mom asked me for money. And and it bothers me because mm-hmm. at the end of the fucking day, respectfully. I think that's an African parent thing. Okay, but I'm mm-hmm. but I'm I'm giving a backstory. My mom hasn't taken care of me since I was 17 financially. Okay. I, like, you know, and when I was with her, I had to pay bills. Like even when I was 14, paying phone bills, stuff. So I've never like financially was able to just depend on my mom for anything. Okay. Like college, X, Y, and Z. So none of those things were part of the college, I mean, the African experience. You know, African parents do set you up for success, right. but then they want you to pay it back in full. My mother didn't set me up for success. Right. She just let me down the fucking river. Like, you know, the prince of Egypt put you in the basket and just hope somebody finds you. Okay. That's what my mama did to me. Respectfully, I love you. That's what she fucking did, okay? So for you to ask me for something, it kind of riles me up because it's just like, bruh, there's so many things I have to figure out by myself, financial things I have to learn by myself. Mm-hmm. And then because you know I do make good money, you think that is just accessible to you because you're my mother. Right. And so for me, I was just like literally talking to my sister. I'm like, bro, don't you got a fucking husband? Why isn't your husband paying for this shit? Mm-hmm. You got a grown ass fucking man laying in your motherfucking bed right fucking now, bitch. And you asking me to pay for your deposit for, and the thing is, my mom, I don't know what kind of friends around you that's hyping you up because my mom is a very modest, like JC Penny Ross woman. Like those are the things she likes, and I appreciated about that about her. But her friends are like, you know, RNs, I, 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 X, Y, and Z. So they like tell me. You think me, maybe because she's getting older, she wants to do nicer things for herself? And I respect that, mm-hmm. but I shouldn't be able, I shouldn't be the one funding those nice ass things. <laughs> okay. If your friends are encouraging you to go to Jamaica, your friends should be paying for your Jamaica ticket. <laughs> if your friends are encouraging you in doing things that you wasn't thinking about doing when you was in your 20s, like we're doing, because right now we are th- we think about ourselves because we don't have kids. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's why another thing, be more selfish with your time, bitches. Don't like push out these kids early in your life and then think that this is gonna, that's going to be your payback. Babe, no. Because the recession is getting all of us. Okay. Sorry, I had to get that because... Child... You went on a tangent. I don't even got to go to what the fuck I got to say, I feel Cause, like. Because my mama to... really made me mad today. I'm sorry. I love you respectfully, uh-huh. but find someone else to do it. So you're not giving her the money? I'm going to give her the money, okay. but I'm mad that I got to do it. Like, I feel like... And I was saying to my sister, I know I'm... I, y'all are going to probably, like, say, this bitch is so ungrateful, but as an adult, 
that at your age, do you not feel no shame asking your children for money? I don't think African parents do. You should feel some shame because I feel like mm -hmm. if you are one of those parents well, that foreign parents, I don't think they feel bad. But I just feel like respectfully. Your mother at least paid for your college. Your mother, like... My mom did not pay for my college. Oh, she college. didn't? Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, at least you got to live in her house without paying rent, right? My mom did let me live there without exactly. paying rent. Mm -hmm. So you had, like, some... You got a little head start, and you have great brothers mm -hmm. that take care of your mother and take care of you. Right. I I am the middle child. Right. So everything... I, what you wanted, bitch, like, get it out the mud. I had to do that shit. That's why I say right. I don't want it out of the mud. I want a silver fucking spoon, maybe gold. Actually, something. Give me right. something. Because the working hard is not in my dinner. See, that, that, that makes so much sense. I understand. Because, like, yeah, I do work hard and stuff. But I always know I have someone to fall back on. And I don't. And you literally have no, no one, one to, to fall, fall back, back on. on. So anything financial, anything. If I have any issues, I can't It's literally call my just mom. you. I would yeah. have to, if, I, if I did have an issue, I would have to call my sister. So it's definitely easier for me to give my mom money when she needs things because it's like anytime I've ever needed my mom financially, she was there. And my mom and, is not And the your same mom way. was not there. That's so why it's, it's like, it, it, it sounds insane. It sounds like cocaine. Right. It's cocaine to ask me for money and I can't ask you for, for money. money. That, yeah, that's true. All right. Well, the girls are back at it again with another messy-ass episode of Sip and Spill. We create conversations all while. Sip and wine. I go by the name of motherfucking Sammy. And I'm ambitious, the it girl. Teray. Ow. So if you haven't already, follow us on all social media platforms at The Real Sip and Spill, except Twitter, which is... Sip and Spill 1. And gives a five-star rating because it's some five-star five bitches. Ow. So we're going to get into some highs and lows right now. Is that yes. what we're at? Yes. Okay, so what's some highs and lows of your week, bitch? I feel like we're both... We're going to have the same high. So we can say about together. Yeah. We had a live show. We had a live show, guys. It was euphoric. It was great. It I enjoyed great. myself. I appreciate everyone that came out. Yeah. I appreciate everyone that had the um, intent to come out. Because when I do it again, I'm going to be on your ass more so. Because we already did it through the first one. Um, shout out to Ciroc and the Fox Tell Studios mm -hmm. for collabing with us. Um, thank you to Crew290 um, for providing the space for us to do our shenanigans. Right. Um, Thank you, Samantha, for being my partner in crime and all these wild adventures that we have yet taken on. But we all said that we're going to do this. We said this like three years ago. We're going to do three a live show. Three years ago. Do you think this, this was speaking something into existence? I think... Or I, did it just fall in our lap? I think it's very much speaking things into existence yeah. and it, ha it happened to fall on into our, our lap. lap. Okay. Because I feel like... Do you think it fell into our life lap because we spoke into existence? Absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, mm -hmm. when they say the thing about manifestation it is once you speak it into the universe, you have to um, let go of the outcome of what but you said. we said. stopped speaking about it for a long time. I know, but... We kind of gave, gave up on the live but show I'm, that's thing. what I'm saying. They say when you speak about things, you're supposed to, like, when you manifest something, you have to leave the outcome up to the universe. Mm -hmm. And when it does, it comes into fruition. And we were like we said, we weren't speaking about it. We weren't thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And it fell into our lap because yeah. we said it, but we just like not connected to the outcome anymore. Right. And I say that because my friend, for example, she was talking about how she was speaking so high, like this man is going to be this for me. This man's going to be this for me. And she was like wanting it so badly. And the moment that she stopped thinking about that man, he came back into her life and she didn't even want him anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's how manifestation works. You, yeah. you want it. And then you release it because mm -hmm. when it needs to come to you or when you are ready to be able to handle it, right. it comes to you and you're more mature. You have more tools. And I feel like that's if, true because we, it came to us at the right time. Because you think we'd have, we'd we would never afford, been ready last year. We wouldn't mm -hmm. have been ready the year before because to we, be able to afford and do everything, afford too. and do those things mm -hmm. and have the 
the support system around us. Right. Like, because we always speak so many things without knowing what comes with it. Because mm-hmm. we have to do a lot of shit for the live show, not thinking we have to do a lot of shit for the right. live show. Right, and we but, didn't even do all the shit for the live show. We did we did half the shit that we were supposed exactly. to do. Exactly, so, so imagine, imagine if we had to do, do all everything. that by ourselves. So we doing the so collaboration happened at the perfect time. Yeah. So thank you for the belief that you hauled in us to do this because I had a great time and I did get some pers- more constructive criticism. Okay. And they, the guys were just telling me, um, cause Josh and them were like, y'all just need to talk more. He said, if it's sip and laugh, y'all need to sip and let us laugh. And I was mm-hmm. like, you're right. Yeah. And that's the same thing you said too. You're like, it's not about them. It's about all of us. Yeah. So yeah, the same thing that you said, they said the same thing. They were like, y'all just need to talk more. He's like, y'all did it. He's like, y'all got more into a groove later on. I said, because we were drinking more. Yeah. And exactly I feel what like, happened. and that's what's sad. Like, whenever we drink more, that's when we hit the like. Yeah. <sighs> we're, we're, we're I ourselves. hate that for us, but I love it. I love that for us. So what's the lows of the week? Uh, my low for the week is that, what is a low? Honestly, I really don't have a low for the week. I've had a really, really good week. Like, I've been so blessed. So I guess the lowest thing that's happened to me is that I'm, I'm going to have to get new uh, breaks. You've been having to get new breaks, babe. Ben. <laughs> ben. Ben. Ben, babe. But now I'm actually going to spend the money to get them. So my low is um, actually the fact that I have to pay a car note now. Because, okay. um, so I haven't had to pay a car note for the last three months because I guess I didn't sign the check correctly. And the man kept harassing me. The man kept calling me. The check's about to expire. The check's about to expire. Mm-hmm. Calling me back. Well, I was on the phone with you. Yeah. I told you. So you told me. That, that's my low. Now that I actually, it's going to go into effect. That the car that I've been driving, <laughs> the audacity of them, I have to finally pay for it. <laughs> so right. let's get into some wine facts so we can get into some motherfucking tea time. Tea time. James Harden, you did your motherfucking number with this bitch. You know, I tell people that I drink the James Harden wine and they don't fucking believe me because they didn't think that nigga actually extended himself that far to a winery. You know, you did. think he actually went out and picked up the grapes and picked out No, the, but everything. I'm just proud just that black men are it. venturing to other things other than hookah lounges and bitches, <laughs> okay? Because it's another way you can get to the black bitches without actually going to a hookah lounge and or personally supporting her vagina. Okay. So this is the 2021 Cabernet. So Relatively y'all, new. Yeah, it's very new. So y'all know I wasn't a cooking ass bitch, but when I had a man, I was in the kitchen. So one thing that he we always- He had you in the kitchen? He had me in the kitchen, barefoot in the kitchen. How so many times did you cook for him? I cooked a good amount. And that's what's so funny. Like I'm, I end up breaking or bending the rules for things that I don't even like doing. So every time I would be in the kitchen, we would drink- wine while I'm cooking while I mean but he, vice versa when he did the same thing it wasn't I was just cooking okay. he would cook for me too oh babe do you think I'm cooking if he's not cooking that's crazy <laughs> so this is a smooth cabernet with dark fruits soft mocha and a mellow combination I don't know what that means but it has 13.5% alcohol percentage and I know my bitch gonna love this shit cause we already took three shots so okay. allow me to present you with a cabernet Okay, I feel so special right now. My t- my pussy tingling, the way she pouring that thing, P- passing that thing. Like I feel like the equivalent of hearing the wine glass do that is equivalent to hearing a hookah blow. Like you know when you pull can't the relate, and it's like I don't smoke hookah. Can't really. You do when you're drunk, and it'd be so fucking annoying. Because I'm just like, girl, you don't even smoke. Give me that shit. I remember I, on your birthday, I kept looking at Josh like, bro, this bitch is mad annoying. She don't even smoke hookah. The last time I smoked was probably on my birthday. And it was annoying. Because we only had one, and there was 50 mouths. 
I said, how I dare know, I, don't I said, the man, the man with the pearls. How when dare I'm you? fucked up enough, I'll Compass, smoke some hookah. You, you took on the work of my hookah, <laughs> and you didn't even take on the charges, babe. It was my birthday. Cheers. No, I'm talking about the man, not you. Oh. Cheers. No, none of us this episode. Okay. Cheers. I love it. I love it. It's pretty good. My man. Thank you to my man. James Harden. To my that. man. I'm I'm ready. Whoever whoever was the person that actually picked out all this shit. If it was James Harden, shout out to you. Mm-hmm. But if it wasn't, whoever really picked out all the shit, y'all did a good job. Thank this you. is good. That table was how many alcohol content in my 13.5. Oh. And it was pretty far away, so I know that. All right, let's get some motherfucking tea time. Tea time. All right, so... Y'all's favorite fat bitch is dropped from the fucking Super Bowl. Y'all's favorite fat bitch. That's I, aggressive as fuck. It's definitely aggressive because I feel like you gotta... You have to make sure... Who's my the, favorite fat bitch? You gotta make sure that the Who's punishment fits the, the crime. crime. Was there a crime committed, though? The crime was definitely committed against humanity. Okay. I told you, a fat bitch making a hostile work environment is my biggest problem. So we talked about this on the on the live show, actually. We did. So and... now we're going to bring it to y'all. Right. So apparently there is a lawsuit going on because Lizzo was not only creating a hostile work environment, but sexually harassing um, her employees. So a couple people who were on her um, reality TV show, something about Big Girl. It was like a Big Girl dance reality mm-hmm. TV show. And the girls who were on the TV show ended up being actual dancers for Lizzo. Mm -hmm. And they ended up, you know, having to sue her because they felt like she was um, being very mean as she was bullying them. And she was forcing them to do all these weird things. And because of that, the Super Bowl has now dropped her as one of the performers. And I'm like, damn, do you think they're dropping her because they actually believe it or they're just trying to, like, separate them from what's happening? I feel like the Super Bowl is for white people. So with it being for white people, white people like to do the most non controversial thing because you remember when Kevin Hart made a gay tweet years ago right and they were like oh no he's he's our presenter this year he was like oh no we have to separate ourselves from... so this they man always to... separate themselves from any controversy a- any controversy and I feel like you got to get into the thick of it either you support people or you don't I feel like I guess they only support things that bring in money and I mean Lizzo would have brought in numbers literally yeah for real let's like we support an anti-bullying fat bitch that wants to bring love and spread rainbows and to be the exact opposite in to real be life, the fucking villain is crazy it's crazy just like that bitch that I, I don't know if I, I think I told you about her. I'm not sure, but she be posting her nigga on her close friends about all the terrible shit he do to her. And then you say in the story, I mean in his in her personal story, like, oh my god, I love my man. He did my fucking right. um, child's hair. I, 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 X, Y, and Z. I'm like, how yeah. do you have one life in one way and a different life? Don't you get tired of mixing personalities? I Hello? get tired of switching, swatching. Like, which bitch am I gonna be today? Am I gonna be the mean bitch or am I gonna be the nice bitch? I don't know, bitch. But that's sick. That shit is tired. And I literally already fucking said you can either be a big bitch or you can either be mean so you can choose one of the two and Lizzo you're not getting smaller you're not getting smaller anytime soon babe so you 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 picked your street stay in it just be big just be big babe okay you can't be mean because guess what we coming for every fucking dime can you be skinny and mean because remember Monique to say skinny bitches are evil so we can be skinny and mean? No. If you're skinny, you have to have a personality. It's a different standard. This is a different level. Okay. Because they always say that bitches that are, like, you know, good-looking have attitudes. You can't... I feel it's the same way for good-looking bitches. You can't have an attitude. You got to be humble. Okay. So I feel so like... So who can be mean? Who can be mean? Yeah. Niggas with money. Hell nah. Yes, they can. I feel like the 
only people we can be mean is babies. No one cares when babies are mean. No. When I, a baby nah. comes to you and calls you a fat ass I'll be bitch. ready to roundhouse the motherfuckers. I feel like let, babies let, can say, a, a taller can say some wild ass shit and exactly, we just accept it. And guess it. what? I'm going to steal your candy. I'm going to probably You would trip not you. do shit. To, if a child came up to you like, bitch, your hair ugly. You're I, not going to do shit. I bet you you don't see what I do to my nephews in the background. <laughs> I, you said something? Okay. All right. Wait until your mama turn her back. Wait until your mama take your back. When, she, when you start crying, she going to think it's your, it's your cousin. It's really me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so something about a nigga fighting with a bitch over a sweaty towel don't sit right with my spirit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come get your man's light skins. Come get your man's, cause baby. So uh, Drake over here, you know, to his sweaty. You know, Drake. Like, Drake this shit for the bitches. He do. One thing I would say about Drake is he don't care about you know whatever we say for the him. males. He does not ever. <laughs> he don't give a fuck what you niggas think about him. Remember when that one the song he, when he first came out, he said niggas will buy it too and claim they bought it for their sisters. <laughs> right. Like, he don't care. He, y'all gonna fuck with Drake regardless. So he got upset because a man was tussling with a woman over his sweaty towel. And as a man, I'm just like, why are you fighting with a woman over another grown-ass man's sweaty towel? Wait, what if he was a gay nigga? What do you think about that? It doesn't change. You're still a man. <laughs> Gay men are not exempt from being a man. You're still a man biologically, baby. <laughs> yeah, okay. It doesn't matter what you identify as. I guess as. as a gay nigga, you would want Drake's sweaty towel. I there's nothing about any sweaty thing about any man. And I'm a heterosexual woman that yeah. very much enjoys dick. I do not <laughs> want anything sweaty about a man. Yeah. When a man's sweating when we're having sex, I want you to get off of me. Mm-hmm. Put the fan on. AC me, please. I saw the picture of Drake's face and he was really pissed. He was upset. <laughs> he was up in arms, babe. I'm upset. <laughs> he was <laughs> mad. He was like, give that bitch my towel. <laughs> but all things considered, I feel that men are the biggest dick riders when it comes to rappers and it's oh, more yeah. so than what projected on us. Exactly. It's really y'all. Because I remember I was talking to this one guy. He was like, yeah, I was in this club with 50 one night. And he was like, I remember how many men were trying to get on, get into the side of the section where 50 was closest to so they can like, make these videos. And I'm like, oh yeah, big bro in the building. And I'm like, that's crazy. And Not, the bitches weren't it, doing that. It never gave big bro in the building. <laughs> big bro in the building? That's crazy. Man would never retag you. <laughs> <laughs> it just also like just goes to show how when niggas be like oh yeah happy birthday to like and then they add the celebrities but they won't do that to their friends yeah it's giving crack it's giving it's giving cocaine babe it's giving dick rider mm. and you riding it's that dick you need to stop fucking watching love and island bitch i'm tired of your british talk <laughs> this bitch has been talking like an english person for the last three weeks i swear to god her lingo has been changing <laughs> and i have not been saying Pro- nothing about Probabanta. it but bitch I, you got a week and a half to stop talking I like got a bitch a i'm tired of you <laughs> love island got me in a chokehold real bad just got on love island obsessed with it but it's not just love island it's love island uk i know i when can't I, do when regular I say love island i'm thinking of young i love island uk i don't think about love island um like united states UK came out first when i watched love island i only watched the uk version i've never like, watched the I u.s version like Anything that the America does, I said the America, like I'm not part of it. The America does that's separate from other places. It's such a very like dramatized, like I cannot believe he's looking at another woman. It's only been two weeks. Like, babe, that's real life. Yeah. How is his head turned? 
His head, his, his head turn. Head turn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm buzzing. Very familiar I'm with buzzing. the dance. But one thing about once you about something about a different country, you just start speaking them for no reason. Yeah, love, love. Just, just like start, Drake. Just right, like Drake. Anytime. I need a one. Nah. Right. Just for no fucking reason. <laughs> but can we talk about more positive things when it comes to black men? Because we do appreciate and love the idea of black men loving on another black man, which happens to be your fucking father. Yeah. Um, D Wade shared a very special moment with his father when he was indicted into the Hall of Fame. And he was just telling him as growing up, like for him, it was just like, I didn't want to be known as a junior. I didn't want to be this. But he's like, I'm so proud that you are my father. And I'm just like, as a black man, I would love to know more of y'all stories of what it feels like to love on your father. Mm -hmm. Because as a black woman, I have not had a chance to love on my father. I'm still actually grieving the idea of knowing what it's like to have that relationship that would never probably come into fruition that's why i feel like when my grandfather did pass i took it so hard because i looked at him more as a father because he was more present in my adult life mm -hmm. than my father was in my entirety of my life right so what's your take on that i think it's beautiful um i feel like a lot of times um men don't think or know that the patriarchy also affects them. Mm. So the fact that we are, y'all feel like y'all can't show love and expression to your, any male or your dad, that's also affected towards him and towards you. So it's, I love to see it. I love to see men show any kind of emotions and love towards other, other men because they're taught for so long that it shouldn't happen. So it's beautiful to see, give people their flowers while they're here. Give them their flowers I'm sure while they're here. that made his dad feel so, so good because you know I don't know how it feels like but when you raise a human being I assume when you see them become successful it brings you just a big yeah. joy because it's like you made that and that thing is so great yeah so I'm assuming so uh, I'm assuming yeah we can only go off assumptions, <laughs> off assumptions. until there's a man that makes me want to birth another child another child I mean birth another child because you know I said I met someone that made me want to have a kid before oh okay I'm saying, once I meet another man that okay. makes me feel those feels okay I can't wait to go on that journey of discovering yeah. what that looks like but until then until then i'm assuming it feels great to see assuming. your seed become a tree <laughs> and though that has nothing to do with our topic of conversation we like to always sometimes sprinkle a little bit of something into the niggas ain't shit okay we didn't say niggas ain't shit no, I'm saying, no sorry, i know but i said we like to sprinkle that in to let y'all know we still do appreciate black okay, men we appreciate a good black man we do and so thank you for thank you that are because even though it wasn't us we felt like we were part of the journey mm -hmm. even though we were just spectators right so that gets us to our topic of conversation <laughs> ghosting we're talking about ghosting this week so what is ghosting ghosting is a practice of ending a personal relationship without with someone suddenly and without any forms and, and all forms of communication just bye don't mm -hmm. tell them shit so have yeah. you ever been ghosted um yeah actually the last time i got ghosted kind of hurt because it was a guy i was um seeing i really really liked him it was the one that lived in um Miami, Florida. Florida, Miami. I remember. Mm -hmm. I remember, girl. I remember. Yes. I remember when your heart broke. Yes, girl. I really liked him. And the fact that he, like, did all this and, like, flew me out there, and it was great. It did. It was, it was a really— The bitch was in the kitchen, y'all. Oh, yeah. I'm always in the kitchen, though, so it's nothing new. I mean, it's still give you your flowers, bitch. You you a cooking-ass bitch for your I'm niggas. a cooking-ass bitch for myself and everybody else, so cooking for a nigga ain't nothing extra because I already cook anyways. But, yeah, it, it was— it was supposed to be a love story. I thought it was going somewhere. And then next thing you know, um, he goes to a different... He, I fly back. You know, it's all good. He goes out to a different um, city. 
And I'm just noticing, like, the level of communication just goes down, like, dramatically. And I feel like that's, like, one of the signs of something you're about to get ghosted when it starts, like, dramatically. And, like, he started texting. This man used to text me back, like, so quick. Mm-hmm. And it went from being so quick to taking, like, hours to text back. So I call him, and I'm like, hey, like, I've been back for so-and-so days, and you haven't called me, like, once yeah. this whole time. Like... I don't expect us to talk every day, but whatever. But can you at least call me? And because I asked him to start calling me, he stopped talking to me. That's the craziest ghosting ever. That is the craziest ghosting. My ghosting is definitely... I think mine was kind of as traumatic as well. Yeah, that was wasn't... that was really traumatic for me. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I've been ghosted before. Um, any of you all that know and followed our journey or know me personally knows that I was in an open relationship um for I think two years and when I was in that open relationship I was actually talking to someone that I really really liked I liked this man a lot like I don't know why I liked him so much but I just feel like maybe the idea or the escape that he gave me just felt so safe and I was like you know what I really enjoy this man and when I knew I was coming to a place of um separation with my current partner I was like you know what I'm like let me disclose this to this man because he always made it very clear to me that that kind of bothered him that I was in an open relationship even though he knew the very first day we went on I told him I said hey I'm in an open relationship this is what it consists of and like he just never was like you know he's never fully on board with it but he was okay with it because he benefited from it so fast forward I'm coming to the end of an era with you know the person I was dating. And I'm like, hey, we're about to break up. I, X, Y, and Z, I'm moving to my new apartment, X, Y, and Z. And he went ghost. He went ghost. So he was only but, willing okay, to talk no, to you. No, mind you. No, we're going we're, we're gonna to circle back because I'm going to tell you, this man has been, he's come back into my life multiple times okay. since that happened. And so when he ghosted me, I was just so like, I'm so confused. Why would he ghost me? I'm like, I'm just keeping him updated on like what's going on in my life because that was a big issue for him. And I'm like, it's not gonna be an issue no more. We can just date as we want to freely. So when I went on a date with him, we went on a date probably, I think a month or I think maybe two months after the whole ghosting happened because he came back and I I allowed it because I was like, I liked you. So I want to see why you fucking left. Mm -hmm. You know, I felt like I needed to know why you ghosted me. Right. And he was like, well... I just felt like because you were ending a relationship and you told me you're a relationship girl, you want to get right into one with me and I was going to be your next boyfriend. And <laughs> so I said, he was going to dip because... And I said, you didn't even ask me if I wanted you to be my boyfriend. I'm like, I like you, but I didn't like you enough to be my boyfriend at that time. I said, but you knew what I was dealing with and I felt like you had a problem with me being open relationship. like, I didn't want this bitch to be my... And that's <laughs> what it was. Like, I'm like... And I feel like the problem is because most times, respectfully, we always think about how we get someone is how we're going to lose them. Mm-hmm. And that's what he kept saying to me he's like he's like you were in an open relationship you were dating multiple men he's like i thought that you wanted to be wanted me to be your boyfriend and then still be in an open relationship and uh-uh and i'm like but you never asked me these things you just assumed that i was gonna make you my boyfriend and i was gonna still be in an open relationship i knew after my open relationship and after dating with someone that wants to be polygamous that i don't want neither of those things <laughs> yeah. I'm, that's what I'm saying i'm good for trying those things out to see if those are some things that i like because i'm never gonna say no to something if i haven't tried it yet being in an open relationship was cool but do i want to do it again no dating someone that was polygamous was cool would i ever do it again no because my dating experience is what i make it and i'm not choosing to follow that narrative Mm -hmm. of men that want to dictate things if i'm in a relationship it's extremely monogamous at any point in my life now but have i done those things before yes and i feel like it's very intimidating 
to men that I meet now because I'm like, I've done this before. And they're like, oh, so do you still want it? And I'm like, no, but I'm being transparent for you to think that. Maybe you should start lying to men. I'm, I'm, I'm lying. Men, men love a bitch that them. lies. Yeah, men love them. a bitch that lies. Don't so tell guess what? And, and play dumb. Honestly, mm -hmm. at the end of the fucking day, I'm probably 10 steps ahead of y'all because it's always going to be chest, not checkers. So have you ever ghosted someone? Well, I'm going to ask you that because I just had a very long extended rant. So, uh, Yeah, I ghost people uh, often. All but... the time. It's, it's normal for you. <laughs> no, it's normal for me. But the thing is, I don't ghost anyone. I'm in a relationship. Like, in a, we have a relationship. Okay. If we are, like, having conversations every day and we have some kind of, like, you know, whatever, I'm going to let you know I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. The people I ghost are always niggas that it's just a couple of days of talking. I'm mm -hmm. just like, oh, yeah, I'm not dealing with this shit. I, don't, I just stopped replying. Like, I feel like that's how girls really ghost. Girls yeah. don't really ghost niggas that we are, like, in a full-blown relationship. Mm, but, like, I would have never ghosted that guy if, we were talking for months. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. But if you do... To me, I'm the type of person is... I do not like to try to change people. If you do some weird shit, I don't even tell you it's weird. I just leave you alone. I am very good at leaving people where they got me fucked up at. And if you thought that was normal and that I was okay, it's not my responsibility to let you know that's fucked up. And it's I my responsibility to get the fuck up away from you and because I you're crazy. And I always tell people, I'm like, <laughs> when a man tells you who he is, believe him. Believe like, him. Don't think that, oh, one day he gonna wake up and change. If a man says right now this is what he wants, that's, that's what, he, what wants. he wants. And I feel like there's no amount of pussy, no amount of energy, no amount of time that's gonna make him change his mind. And that's okay. And that's so, okay. And that's the problem. Like, the guy I was fucking with, um, when I went to his house for the pool party, mm -hmm. and like when he told me what he wanted, and I fucking left him alone, like as it is, I think that's what what fucks them up because they're still used, used to women. women be like, that's okay, maybe he'll change his mind. He'll see how yeah, great of a woman I am. I am. No, <laughs> he's never, never gonna see as great as a woman you are. He's gonna you, say that you're taking less. To him. You're taking less than your non-negotiables. If you tell him that you don't want it, and then you still follow suit of doing this one thing you said you don't, he said, "Oh, I could talk into other shit." Right, and even if it, that's what you want, and you want me so bad, you're like, "I'm willing to change and do what you want." I still don't want you because I want you to be your true, authentic self. There's only so long you can fake the funk till you revert to your your natural self, and I would much mm. rather have someone who That's already it. is aligned with me than to have someone to, to change. You know how hard you have to fight to change someone? Hello? That's why I don't understand relationships that you have to, like, change who they are fundamental as Fundamentally. A I'm not talking about changing, like, making them be better cleaners or, like, little little changes. Because you, you know you can be in a relationship with someone and you can change some little things about them. That's very doable. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, like, their fundamental core values of who they are as a human being. You think you're good enough to change that. I don't believe in doing that to someone. Mm. I wouldn't want someone who wanted that to me because, one, I'm not going to change it. At all. It never works. Just like the whole... Um, I'm watching um, 90 Day Fiance before 90 Days, and the guy Mahoon, he's very, very particular on how he wants his woman to dress. He wants her to be covered up. And I'm just like, she is an American Western woman. Mm -hmm. You are a strict Muslim man. 
Either you find a, a, a bitch who's going to be okay with covering up or you find a nigga who's okay with you not covering up. Y'all trying to change that fundamental other, yeah, core it's values. Not, it's, not, it's not working out, babe. It's not work. Oh, look at me. It's not working out, babe. So, yeah. <laughs> I ghost niggas every day, but that's just because I'm not trying to change you as a human being, so I'm just going to get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, have I ever ghosted someone? I have, but I think I'm really, like... Um, I think I'm pretty vocal about it, even if it's like a boyfriend and or what's it called. I'm like, I'm pretty much like if you tell me, like I, we said, if you tell me where you at, I'm like, OK, either. I'm like, I'm like, I don't really want that right now. So I said you could spin the block and we'll see how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to ghosting, like going cold on someone, I don't think I can't remember the last person I've done that to. I'm really trying to think. So I'm like, I try to be very vocal because I like, I always say I over communicate. I over communicate. I don't. I don't speak a lot. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. I mean, we're different. We, yeah. we express ourselves differently. Very differently. Like, when I'm going to go someone, you're going to absolutely know, like, it's probably not about to happen. Like, a man, <laughs> okay, this is, for example, this one guy was like, yeah, I'm going to take you on a date. I'm going to spoil you. I said, okay, you say that. You said that for the last two times. I said, I promise you, if you text, if you don't text me this week and you, if you're on that shit, I'm blocking you. I'm letting you know that's what you're going to okay. foresee. Yeah. So I let niggas know before I block them because I felt like I know I what don't. It, I like I know what it feels like to just get like radio silence. Mm -hmm. So for me, I feel like you're gonna know what I'm gonna, I'm going to ghost you. So I feel like I'm I do a very nice blocking. Like okay. I'm, I'm I'm I do a very very much nice ghosting. Like when there's no communication, I'm like yeah, I'm kind of my wits end. And there was this one guy that I really liked. I didn't want to ghost him, but I remember that when I like the very first time I went to go fuck him. The whole night, he talked about his ex-girlfriend and how many plans they made. So, oh, you told me about that. And I said, I'm literally going to fuck him and I'm never going to speak to him again. <laughs> and then I literally fucked him and never saw him again. Yeah. And I'm just like, even when he pops up now, I'm just like, I don't think he understands how... Actually, I spoke to him after that. And he was like, you never want to come and see me? I'm like, you talked about your girlfriend way too much. Your ex-girlfriend way too much on our very first encounter. I said, all I wanted to do was have sex and you killed my buzzkill. <laughs> I said, I still fucked because that's what I came to do. Like, I'm going to finish the job. Right. But because of that, I'm like, I couldn't. I would him. never come back here again. And I never would. But thank you for your service of giving me dick. I loved it. Oh. I might do it again when I see you at this wedding. So we're going to get into what is the rise of ghosting culture and why it's so prevalent. And they said the reason why ghosting culture is on the rise is because dating is different than it used to be. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely believe that because it's like now courting is a click away. Mm -hmm. And it's like <laughs> heavy on the click away. click away. And it says I can talk to a nigga in Africa right now. <laughs> click away. And they said that online dating has made people more spoiled for choices because we mm -hmm. are so... Um, accessible to so many choices, people feel that real connections are not found right away. And they said that ghosting culture is very common with online dating, especially early on. And that's exactly what you said. You said it's so easy. You're like, okay, right away. And I'm like, <laughs> most times, I think it's because I am not online dating. I've only, people that I've ghosted, yeah. I've met on, in person. Same with me. People I've ghosted, I haven't online dated for a long time. I deleted all my dating ass. But, um... It's even in person, I will still do the same thing. I will ghost you. Yeah. And they yeah. said that technology, the reason why the the reason why that's why it keeps this article keeps saying the reason why ghosting is so prevalent is because people can do it via like yeah. it, like Instant. Honestly, honestly, cause I'm respectfully y'all. When my boyfriend broke up with me, he did it over text messaging. And I told my sister if I was to see him in person. He wouldn't have done it. That's why he didn't want me to see him. And I'm like, I'm so glad he did it that way. Because I'm like, 
I didn't need no feelings surfacing up. So when he broke up with me, I'm like, okay. And then like when Sammy was like, are you sad? I'm like, I'm kind of like fed up. Like yeah. it was already so much that was going on and I kind of already grieved it. So you doing it, text messaging shows how much respect you had for the relationship entirety and for me, because I feel like I would never break up with someone via text. Never. Any person that I broke up with. Especially for someone you did it for that long. Yeah. Any person that I've broken up with has been in person and or like, you know, on the phone, meet up, like type shit. Like I've always like made it very clear, made my reasons, X, Y, and Z. Cause even when y'all, you know what to add insult to injury, y'all? When he broke up with me, he was like, Yeah, if you have any questions, you can call me back. For have what? Any questions. Have any questions, babe. Have any questions. Like, and that's what's even crazier. So when he reached out to me after the whole breakup, I think he was like, like so up in arms because when I people people don't understand y'all when I say I don't go back and forth with my exes y'all really don't believe me people think that like oh yeah no the last day that me and him spoke was the day that we broke up to this day that's the last that we spoke because what are we talking about what are we talking about like what needed to be talked about was talked about prior and after okay so that's really the rise because y'all niggas don't have the courage to do it via FaceTime or face to face. And I hate that for y'all. Grow some motherfucking balls. Okay. So what do you think is worse? Getting ghosted by a friend or by a lover? A lover seems like it's harder because of the sexual part. Mm -hmm. But when you sit down and think about it, I want to say that being ghosted by a friend is probably a lot harder. Mm -hmm. And I say that because when me and my now current friend Samir when we were not friends I thought about that all the time mm -hmm. I felt like what can I do to rectify something so near and dear to me because I love this bitch so much like my love for her extended to what a romantic level would be because you know I feel like with me when it comes to romantic I give myself a certain level of caring because I know that once I reach that part I'm a crazy person I don't want to be crazy I don't want to be crazy in love I want to be insane in love so I think that for me um, friendship breakups are worse because, like, that's that's my bitch. Mm -hmm. Like, ah, uh, that's my bitch. So for you, what do you feel like is worse? I think they're both bad. They are both bad. Someone who's done both, friendship ghosting and relationship ghosting, it's never really been more about the person. It's more about the feelings attached. The feelings attached. It's more about like this is what you do to me. So because of what you do to me is so detrimental, I just and it's just like it's so far gone that I don't even want to talk about it. Because not supposed some people say like, oh, if you're real friends, you can talk about it and get over it. But no, not every time. And you can talk about it and get over it. That's it's a part. That part when you get so deep in with someone where they hurt your feelings so bad you don't want to talk about, about it, it. You know that that you love them. Yeah. Because like even like respectfully, even with my ex boyfriend, I'm like when people like talk about, it, I'm like I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I'm like I'm like I love that man with everything in me, and I'm like. You don't want to talk about I'm it. I'm like, I'm, I'm like. So, like, with, I mean, with me, the last person, well, even though I didn't technically ghost her, I kind of, like, tried to ghost her, but she reached out to me, and I explained what happened. But if she wouldn't have reached out to me, I would have never said anything to her. Yeah. It would have been just, like, a cutoff, and that's it. So, and it, and it was a cutoff because of, like, everything that led up to it. that situation. So, sometimes friendship ghosting is fucked up because you're, like, as the person who's receiving it, you're, like, what the fuck? Like, what did I do? And but I feel like a lot of times, most of your your ghosting that I know of is always for the your friendships. And I feel like I only hear about those. So I feel like those 
matter more to you mm-hmm. instead of they do matter more to I'm me saying, but i'm saying you're saying both hurt they definitely yeah. do both hurt yeah but i feel like essentially as women i think because we care about, about our, our friendships friend, our girl friendships mm-hmm. so much and i'm such a girl's girl like i'm such a like a friendship person that's it matters so much to me so yeah that's probably why you hear my friendship ghosting more because that's what i'm gonna care say about y'all I, side note i don't be hearing about a nigga a, a nigga sammy let me tell y'all about what just happened with me and sammy what happened i didn't even know she had a breakup until she told me we broke <laughs> she they broke up she said she said oh yeah i mean i, I, I broke up i said who <laughs> she said, girl, I told you about him. I said, who? And I then didn't tell you about you him. You told me about him, but you never told me his name. So okay. when you said his name, I said, huh? And then when you told me the things about it, I said, oh, okay, that's that's the person. Yeah. But I feel like with more, with friendship breakups, you're more like present, like, she did this to me. She did yeah. this to me. So I'm more engaged into the friendship breakups. Cause I'm like, okay, I know she did. And yeah, that bitch got you fucked up. <laughs> right. But when it comes to the guy, breakup. the guy, I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, you you were dating him <laughs> for how long? <laughs> so there, that's not a that's not a problem, but it goes to show that because we care about these other relationships so much, so more, much more that that's why when we break up with men, that's why when I cause when my friend, respectfully, I love her so much. She's going through a breakup with a man right now. And I keep telling her, I'm like, yo. Niggas is a dime a dozen. I'm not trying dime to be a funny. Dozen. A dime a dozen, like babe, because I've been through it, and I'm telling you, I've never not been dis- depressed about a nigga. Because I've had, I've been down bad about a nigga. Right. But I always had in my head, I'm I'm Delulu, I'm very Delulu. So once I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm about to have this fairy tale love story, and there's nothing's gonna stop it. I stop thinking about oh. That nigga. I'm like, clumsy cause I'm falling in love. And I'm real quick to fall into love with a nigga after two dates. Question. So between gradual ghosting and sudden ghosting, which one do you prefer? I would much rather prefer the gradual because then I will see the signs. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying with with my my most recent ex-boyfriend, I saw the signs of we're probably going to break up. So I mm-hmm. grieved the breakup before it actually physically happened. Right. And any of my friends can tell you that, like, I work with. I'm like, I literally kept saying, I'm like, our relationship's only going to go two ways after right now. Because I'm like, because I know he's going through shit. I said, we're either going to break up or we're going to talk about it. And it's going to be a lot of extensive talking about X, Y, and Z. And I said, but right now, I know the possibility of us breaking up is very likely. So that's why when we broke up, I'm just like, okay, I knew it. Yeah. It wasn't like I was sad for like all of like 40, 24 hours, maybe 48 to be to be more um, emotionally equipped. But if you were to ask me now if I'm sad about it, I'm not. And I keep saying I'm glad he left me because I wasn't going to leave him because I was dedicated to understanding him. I was dedicated to being a partner. I was dedicated to those things because I'm like I made up in my mind. I'm like, you know, what? I can be okay with this person being my person. But once again, I'm the kind of person that's like. I can put my eggs in one basket, but then it, well, the day you got me fucked up, I'm going to break that egg, take my basket, and give it to another nigga. Easily. <laughs> I'm not a—the thing is, I'm not a bitter bitch. I'm not a one—like, what if you ever seen me say, like, I'm so off niggas? Mm-hmm. You never know me no, to be that you, person. you back on a nigga the next day. Because love is love. That's the only universal thing. So, for me, which one would you prefer? I would prefer the gradual ghosting too. Yeah. I think it's much easier to see the signs and get over it. So speaking of signs, these are signs that you're about to get ghosted. Mm-hmm. When they start rescheduling and constantly bailing out of plans. Ooh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. That hurt. 
That hurt. I, I feel like another sign that shows that you're about to be ghosted is what we always say. The communication literally dies down because oh, yeah. even if <laughs> someone is busy, someone makes time for what they want to make time for. Because so, they were making time before. Yeah, prior. So I feel like once someone change, starts, yeah, once someone starts making excuses over little things, you know you're about to get ghosted and you just mm. have to like accept your fate, babe. Right. Another sign that you're about to get ghosted is they are distant. Yeah. They start separating stuff a little bit from you. You don't really hear as much. Another sign that you're about to be ghosted is that um you when you do communicate, it's very brief. It's like, how's your day? Great. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Nothing. Like that like the communication style changes and the amount of time they talk to you changes. That's how you know you're about to get ghosted. So it's like just like okay. Right. So this is some reason why people choose to ghost, mm-hmm. right? Instead of telling you, instead of telling you. So these are the reasons why some people might choose to ghost you instead of telling you. Not every ghosting is a bad thing. Sometimes ghosting can be a bad thing, but sometimes people ghost you for legit reasons. Um, you're crazy and you're not gonna take it well. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. sometimes telling a man that I, I'm not you know into this they might be like well let's they won't they will keep trying anyway mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you're telling me you're not into it so because of that they know that's how it's gonna go they're like you know what let me just like dip on this nigga another reason why um someone would rather ghost you than tell you is because they don't have the confidence to do it and yeah some people are not even probably sure that they want to ghost you they just feel like uh well it wouldn't hurt anybody. Like, yeah. Men feel like that's the easiest route to do instead of telling you when I feel like I respect men. Men are literally terrified of hurting our feelings. And I would rather a man tell me right now, this is not what I want to do instead yeah. of you telling me. if you, Instead of you feeding me dreams and the next thing you know, you're gone. Right. That's weird. That's very crazy. Um, another reason why people go to not saying shit is because their partner came back <laughs> into the picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's a fact. I feel like this happened to me a couple of times where you're talking to someone and then next thing you know, they're like, what the fuck happened? We were mm-hmm. good. It's because a nigga came back or their bitch came back. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. But communicating that makes it, um, you know, we're adults. We're yeah. all fucking adults. So please do that. And another reason why someone might not tell you is because... Telling you makes them realize how bad of a fucking person they are for leading you on that entire fucking time. <laughs> yeah. And no one wants to feel like, oh, my God, I was a bad guy. But I feel like there are men that are absolutely believing that they are good until they realize, like, oh, shit, I don't want this. A lot of times men think they're good people because they don't abuse you and, like, they're not, they're not doing the extreme. Or physically. Like, they feel like the only the extremes are bad, the bad men. Yeah. But I feel like ghosting is just as bad because it's a psychological hurt mm-hmm. that is not equivalent to a physical hurt right and we don't ever talk about the other side of ghosting is how it can affect the other person yeah because we're like me 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 i'm doing this for me but like the other person at the end is the one getting ghosted how does that feel i feel that it's very like i said earlier psychological a lot of times when people get ghosted they always blame themselves they're like what could i have done differently what could i have like not said why like why is not someone loving me for me and i feel like that only comes from a place of insecurity and i feel like that's what happens when you get ghosted i feel like when someone is transparent with you that right now this is not where they're at you can literally internalize it as it's not like when people say it's not you it's me i literally believe them Mm -hmm. i believe it's you it's not me because i know i put my best foot forward so that's why when i say when i move on from these men and or relationships is because i know 
Like, I mentally put myself in the space of, like, saying, I'm going to be understanding. I'm going to be loving. I'm going to be this. So if you choose to ghost me, it's all on your own accord. But I feel like that's also a tool of manipulation when people ghost you because then people are just waiting for that. I want to know why. Why he ghosted me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So how do you feel? As someone who's been ghosted by someone they've actually really cared about and liked, I feel like the effects is the psychological torment. It's the asking why. It's what did I do wrong? How could I do better? If I just do this, will he, will he accept me? Like, will he take me back? Like, will he not ghost me? So maybe the I don't realize the effect I'm putting on people when I ghost them because I've I feel like when you go with someone, you barely know. That shouldn't be as hard to take. But who knows? But, yeah, that was my effect of when I got ghosted, of just j- just asking what I could have done to stop from getting ghosted because I wanted to save a relationship that much. I would have done anything to yeah. fix it. Okay, so speaking of that, so now that you know that's what, it, what you did, is there any other way that you would know how to respond to ghosting? I think the only way I can respond to ghosting is exactly how I responded. I asked, I reached out once or twice. And once I realized he wasn't replying, I was just like, okay, well then let it go. The constant calling and texting and trying to figure out what happened. I feel like it depends. Like, let's say if it's, cause sometimes it's all good and you're going to end up in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes that, that does happen. So you're trying to figure out, like, damn, your nigga didn't ghost you. He's just in jail. So you're out here reaching out, trying to find where he No, I'm I'm being for real. You're trying to figure out where he is. It's, it's happened before. He wasn't ghosting you. He was just locked up. So sometimes, yeah, go find that nigga. Yeah, you have to find him, but... But, man, uh, stop! What? Stop! <laughs> She said nigga didn't ghost you. He in jail. It That's a bar. That's a shirt. That nigga did not ghost you. He, he in jail. In jail. <laughs> Go find your nigga in jail. Like, he just, he locked up right now. So. Oh, my God. There's some cases I feel like uh, maybe, yeah, try to find your man. If you know your man is into illegal shit, try and find your man. But if you're a regular working man, he ghosting you for real. I feel the the <laughs> adverse opposite. If someone ghosts you, focus on yourself, baby gal. If a man ghosts you, he made a very calculated risk. I what feel if like he in jail. I feel, like once I been, I'm not a ride or die though. So I feel okay. like you made a very calculated risk of knowing that I'm not gonna hear from you for X amount of days, and I won't know where you're at. And I'm not the kind of girl who's gonna check for the fucking jail to see if you're there. So for me, I'm gonna check if any you're in jail. person that I'm dealing with that ghosts me, I'm going to take it as a blessing because I literally saw this video yesterday. It says rejection is redirection and. And we say that all the time. Like I keep saying, when someone leaves you, it's because there's something better out there for you. And I feel like anyone that feels anything less does not think highly of themselves. Like I said, I live in the highest level of my delusion. And living that level of delusion, I realize that any man that I meet is only going to be better. When men ask me about my dating experience, I said, I don't have bad dating experiences. They do. Yeah. Not me. Because every man that I meet has exceeded or done what I need him to do. And then when it didn't fall that way, we just part ways okay. because I'm never gonna tell this man cheated on me. He beat on me because that means you, man then you think you could do that shit. Yeah, I let niggas know you got a high bar because respectfully, I do have a ridiculously high bar. Dates, this compliments. Ah, I really ah. don't think that's that high. Say what? There's, I don't think that's that high. Expecting niggas to compliment you taking you on dates, but I'm just saying. Those, but high. I'm saying it's high when men don't normally do it. It's high when the bar is already in fucking piss hell. 
telling someone that they have to do these things or I'm going to wander. I tell these niggas I'm a I wanderer. I think there's only a certain demographic of men that this is a difficult task to do. Black. <laughs> demographic I wasn't going to say that. Black but there's a end. certain demographic of men that this... Other men I have encountered, and I'm a woman that dates outside of her race sometimes. All the time. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's never been an issue for this. To, I've never even been in a position where I've questioned mm-hmm. if the man was going to pay for the bill. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really just a certain demographic of men that feel this way. Most, A lot of men in different cultures and races understand what it is. Yeah. So... Don't be afraid. It's not to, an issue. Don't be afraid to ask for what you want, bitches. It's not. I feel like that's what it is. I feel like a lot of a black women afraid to ask for some pussy. Don't be afraid to ask for what you want. A lot of black women are scared to ask for what they want because mm-hmm. they feel like they're losing out on their dream man. But your dream man is never going to question you on your boundaries. Not going to question you on your non-negotiables and your questions. Never going to question you about if you're actually worthy of these things. Right. So black women still be- start believing that you are worthy of these things. other things. A lot of black women feel like they have to go 50-50. Stop dating Tyrone and date. A uh, Jose, I'm t- you, I'm just saying. Anywho, <laughs> do you feel like it's ever okay to ghost someone? Yeah, same. I don't I don't think it has to be that long. Like, no. If you yeah. got me fucked up, you got me fucked, fucked up. up. That's it. That's it. Period. So let's talk. Get into our game, and we're gonna two ghosts or two not to ghost. Yeah. So we're gonna do a scenario either to ghost, to ghost or, not, or not to ghost. Okay. So he tells you no. He talks to his mom every night before bed. I'm gonna stay with that. I like that someone that respects women. I like okay. that. I like that. Would you ghost him? Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's funny because I'm you actually talk to your mom every night. Before I'm, bed? I'm dealing that's with so, uh, I'm dealing with someone that talks to his mom like a lot, excessively. Yeah, that's not okay with me. Okay. Um, to ghost or to not ghost? He reminds you of someone you used to date. No. I would definitely ghost you because I feel like that would make my fucking nervous system go crazy because it feels so familiar. I would have to ghost mm. you. Okay. To ghost or not to ghost? He flew you out that you found out he still has all his baby teeth. I'm going to ghost you. Because <laughs> if you could fly me out, that means you can get dentures, babe. Like, well, I mean, I've already told y'all this, my story, but he talks about his ex-girlfriend excessively. I'm not ghosting because of that. I'm going to ghost you, babe. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to ghost you. You got to go. Mm-hmm. So I'll get into some of the fucking questions. All right. I have not one written down. Okay. Well, I have one. Can you come back from ghosting? I feel like the whole point of ghosting is for you to disappear, bitch. And I feel like it's so crazy because I feel like there's only one person in my life that's ghosted me that like continuously keeps coming back. Okay. He always keeps coming back. And I'm just like, the, every time that he comes back... I like him less because it's just like you thought you could find someone as bomb as me and you can't. Yeah. So now you're like, okay. I've, for you to come back after you ghosted me is weird because the whole was of ghosting for me to go it's, away. It's for you to go away. So, bitch, why am I not away? Because I, I remember one time I like he messaged me. I'm like, I'm like, what are you like? I'm like, one of those moments like, Ariana, what are you doing here? Is he still single to this day? I think so. So maybe he's the problem. He's the problem. He's the problem. But I just feel like you ghosted me thinking that I was going to astronomically change your life when. Honestly, you probably haven't done enough interpersonal work to get to the next stage. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know if you can come back from ghosting. It's like it's like breaking up with a nigga and trying to get back with him. Because the second time around, you can get break. We can break up with a nigga and trying to get back with him. But I feel like ghosting is way different. Like just disappearing on a person. Yeah. You know, people. You know, sometimes 
there's a story of people who go like ghost people and they like pack up all their shit and disappear. Like I feel like there's there's no coming back from that. Once you I come home and all your shit is gone, you got to go too, you baby. Go like. There's all levels of ghosting, all types of ghosting. There's meeting someone newly and ghosting. There's dating someone and ghosting. There's being married to someone and ghosting. The, the marrying someone and ghosting, ghosting is, is crazy. crazy. It's crazy. And people do that. And it's like, you are not, you, uh, you know, safe from getting ghosted. You can be married and get ghosted. You can meet a stranger and get ghosted. So just be careful on your dating life because niggas out here really think they can ghost people because of this disability. I'm telling you right now, we all had a wall. And we're gonna hit it. Okay, so my question is, has someone ever ghosting you make you made you better? No. I feel like it has. When it's when, all your fault. Yeah, no, when someone ghosted me. Use a bitch. I'm fucking crying. Yeah, I've gotten ghosted and I was like, you know what, bitch? Step the pussy game up. Me- <laughs> I'm not gonna get ghosted again. I'm like, you know what? I would never fucking do that shit again. And and guess what? I got better. So thank you for the ghosting because it perfect. was very part of my, it was part of my villain era, my character development. So thank you all for following us on this journey. And we talked about ghosting, not ghosting, being ghosted. If you will get ghosted signs, you will get ghosted. And you know what? Follow the girls on all social media platforms at the Rose of Spill, except Twitter, which is. Except it's been one. Leave us a five star ring because some five star bitches. I sip wine, wine, wine Kick my feet up when I get tired And as I recline Take another sip, let my thoughts on wine, wine Sip it and spill it Sip it and spill it, sip it and spill it the tea Sip it and spill it